Hello, it's Georgie Gardner in your ear with a special bonus episode from my interview with Call Your Girlfriend's Aminatu So. When I spoke to Aminatu in June, it was in the wake of the protests following the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis, and I asked her what it felt like in the US at that time. Here's what she had to say. I feel really overwhelmed even talking to you about this because there is so much dissonance about the moment. It's on one hand, I am very safely ensconced in a home a little bit outside of the city. I left New York about a week ago because we had been confined to our homes for so long. And to just get reports back of what's happening in my neighborhood has been really eye-opening and shocking and also not shocking. I feel... It's very complicated for me. I feel a huge sense of solidarity with everyone who is out on the street protesting this moment because it's so necessary. And at the same time, the backdrop is a pandemic and, you know, feeling incredibly scared for everyone who is out and what it means for all of our health and safety in the coming months. We're seeing protests here in response here in Australia And as I think you are aware, we have an appalling record of black deaths in custody, as well as disproportionately high rates of of Aboriginals in custody. Do you get the sense this is a bit of a global turning point off the back of what's happened in Minneapolis? I hope so. Black death is not new. Black death at the hand of the police is not new. It is certainly not an American-only tradition. I've been to Australia myself, and I have to say I have been really appalled at so much of the rhetoric and the policy that is targeted towards Black people there. And I think that as someone who is part of the global Black diaspora, I think that people have really reached a boiling point that is no longer tenable. And I think that thanks to technology and thanks to communication and also probably the pandemic has a little bit to do with it, we are connected in a way across the globe in a way that we've never been before. And so for this murder to happen in Minnesota, for George Floyd to be murdered in front of all of us requires a response that is global as well. Are you heartened to see so many white people out protesting? I don't quite know how to respond to that because I live in a black body and I am very aware of what this moment means to me. I watch a white response with caution because, you know, on one hand, I think that you're right. It is it's always encouraging to see that everyone is appalled. It is also appalling to hear so many white people say that, you know, they finally get it for the first time. I was like, oh, really? It's 2020. How blessed, how blessed you must be mm-hmm. to, to never have been tuned into these issues. I think that only time will tell. I am not here to be a racial absolver for anyone. I think that we will not move forward as a society until everyone plays their part and especially white people play their part. I would be curious to hear you ask that question of a white guest or to hear what you and another white person have to say about that because I am intimately aware of what this kind of violence means to black people and what it means to us. So I will say that I am cautiously optimistic, but also it is very disheartening to have some people still be in a very 101 place about something that is not new. Black death at the hand of the police is not a new phenomenon. Thanks again for listening to Drive, a future women podcast in partnership with Uber Eats, produced by Fancy Films. I hope you can join me again on Wednesday for Drive. And if you could, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a single episode. See you then.